0: Everybody. welcome to Following Jesus with Christ Church.
1: My name is Andrew Vandermas, one of the pastors at Christ Church. And I'm Madison Hawkins, friend, colleague, and co-host with Andrew. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we hope to share some observations and some stories about following Jesus from our little perspective here at Christ Church in Grand Rapids. Hey friends, it's Addison here again, and I want to invite you to our upcoming event called the Labrie Way, Conversations with Schaefer. This three-week online event is available to you for free. You don't have to know anything about Labrie. You don't have to know anything about Francis Schaefer. All you have to do is sign up. You'll get the lectures handed to you in an email, and you can then listen to them, come prepared for some discussion, and we'll talk about them. These lectures are so ripe for right now. When we're asking questions about how do we live, what do we do with our Christian faith, how does it impact our time during COVID. So why don't you pause this right now, go down to the show notes, click the link and sign up.
0: Maybe you can hear those wedding bells. June is that time. Summer is that time when weddings uh, love to, to pop up. Uh, but what do you do with a wedding when it's coronavirus season and gatherings are limited? And how do we, how do we navigate through those things? Well, we want to talk about that today. And we have with us Uh, A couple of Christchurch members, Rob LaPlaca and Rebecca Courtney, Uh, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Hi.
2: Thanks for having us. This is great.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So you you guys have been, how long have you been engaged now? Oh, dear. (laughs) Last January. Last January. That's right. I remember the day brought into church very happy to see that diamond. Uh, How did you guys meet or when did you meet? Tell us a little bit about your courtship history. Um, Well,
2: it started at Calvin College. We both went to Calvin uh, and we met our freshman year, uh, but didn't start dating uh, until our sophomore year. And Becca's better at telling the story than I am. So she can go for it.
3: So um, when I was a freshman at Calvin, I was in a super small French class with like eight people, and one of those people was Rob's sister, Julia, um, his older sister, and um, somehow during the class, she figured out that I live near where their family lives in Illinois and was like, hey, I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. Would you mind driving my younger brother home? He's in your grade. And I was like, sure, I'll see if I have room. And then I went back to my room that night, Facebook stalked him, and was like, well, he's kind of cute, but I'm going to be nice and still drive him. Which I look back and I'm like, wow, how shallow was I? Um, (laughs) But then Rob and I, um, we spent that whole freshman year driving back and forth different holidays. And whenever I would go back home to Illinois, Rob would tag along um, to see his family. And coincidentally, we did not like each other when we first met. I think the first year of our friendship, we almost despised the other person because we were so different. Would
2: that be true, Rob? I don't know if I'd go as far as say despise. It was mostly just like (laughs) mutual disregard. I don't know if I'd say despise.
3: I was always really annoyed with you because you'd make me feel small. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's fair. I was a
0: little uh, uptight. (laughs) (laughs)
3: This
0: is great. This is great. Tell us more. Yeah, it's great.
3: Um, Come around to uh, our second year at Calvin. Over the summer, Rob texted me saying that he had applied for the Barnabas position in his dorm to be a Bible study leader. And he heard that I um, got the position as community partnership coordinator and he's like, hey, this is Rob. Just wanted to say congrats. Wanted to let you know I am a Barnabas next year and I'm praying for you. And I was like, well, that's weird. Why did he text me randomly in the middle of the I summer? I have no memory of this. <laughs> it totally <laughs> happened. I'm not lying. I believe so it. No. I, I
1: totally believe it. This is verbatim what our premarital counseling session sounded like when we talked about this part of their story. <laughs> so I can verify that this sounds accurate and true.
2: Yeah. No, I'm... It's uh it's right up there. And then, so I, I don't remember sending that message, but I think over that summer, we both had kind of grown out of what was really uh, bothering each other. I think it was me.
3: No, we just, being, we uh, grew up. That's what happened. Yeah,
2: totally. <laughs> and, and it was just a little bit wiser, uh, a little more forgiving and understanding. Um, and then uh, Becca was, was uh, participating in chapel pretty frequently. And I remember seeing her uh, doing percussion in chapel and being like, that's that's pretty cool. And I remember that being something that happened uh, pretty early, but I don't remember what happened to, with Rebecca. But that's how I was like, oh, yeah, Becca's still around. And she's still doing super cool things.
3: Yeah. yeah. So after that, we kind of got back to school, found each other, and was like, oh, I guess we have common interests and common morals and, and things that we stand for. And then I guess after that, the rest is history.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, why don't you guys share a little bit about what you do now, Rob? You're an engineer,
2: right? Yes. I'm a civil engineer uh, for a local, local company. Um, uh, working commercially, not as a municipality, but we do a lot of work for municipalities doing designs. I work mostly with parks um, or outdoor spaces um, that people get to, to play and work in. Um, I also am on the dive team for our company, so I spend some time underwater.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's fun. What do you do underwater?
2: Uh, Inspect bridges and and, and, uh, other infrastructure that's uh, mostly old now in Michigan. Michigan's got a lot of old old stuff underwater that hasn't been updated, so there's a lot of people kind of racing to get certified to dive and uh, to check these things
0: out in my company's a good effort on that so very cool yeah. and rebecca you teach right
3: yes i teach third and fourth grade a combination class at jenison christian school
1: so you guys is we're here to talk about wedding planning and weddings and you guys have a date right that you included on your invitations that you sent out for <laughs> june right
3: june 27th yep
1: that's right good so why don't you talk a little bit about sort of what the the planning process has been like you know pre-covid and then it hit and what changed
2: well becca is a planning rock star um she's always been good at that kind of thing and um i'm i'm really good in crisis mode i think but planning something uh (laughs) ahead of time is isn't my strength and that really is her strength um so she's been doing uh was really good at doing a lot of work along those things and and letting me have uh uh some influence uh where i deserved it or where i had anything to offer <laughs> but um i think most of the planning was was her genius which is totally fine with me and, and was the right way to do things for sure
3: We kind of made this uh, unspoken agreement that I would take care of the wedding planning and Rob would take care of renovating the house that we bought last summer. Um, And so we kind of like divvied up our our funds and knowledge to do those things. So I would often plan something and narrow all of the choices down to two and then come to Rob and say, all right, I'm fine with either of these, pick the one you like the best. Um, But now that we're in crisis mode it's a lot of me going to rob being like um i can't see any future plans right now what do we even do to go forward so and that's me saying
2: well this is what we know what we can count on and this is how we have to try to behave moving forward because that's all we can do this is uh is uh pray and and wait uh which kind of sucks sometimes but um that's, that's uh, what, we, what we have
3: to work with. Well, and you think Rob's steadiness would be reassuring, but it's actually kind of infuriating that he's so calm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For sure. I'm sure, I mean, you have all sorts of different emotions coming to this. I mean, weddings, the wedding itself has become such a big thing in our culture and we have a lot of expectations. I know for guys, especially for girls, I have four daughters and, you know, they think about the wedding day, that kind of thing. And, and now all of a sudden that's jeopardized. You have the, the times. What, what sort of emotions has that brought out for you all?
3: Um, for me, it's been a lot of like grief because I know that Rob and I were both really excited, particularly for the ceremony. Um, there was a lot of weight behind our decision to postpone our wedding a year because we've been engaged for over a year now. Um, And a lot of that was because we wanted to be able to include the church family and my school community and some of Rob's work community into that ceremony. That could be like a a more, I don't know, a a space where we all could connect together. And so I've been grieving the loss of that because we were so excited to have like our communities come behind us and support us. And now to hear that that might not happen is it's, I can't put words behind it.
0: Yeah. I think I appreciate your saying that. And we, we talked about loss and grief and just an example of the type, sorry about that, the types of losses that, that we are experiencing. It's not only a loss of life, but, a loss of some of these life experiences and circumstances as well. So I think that's aptly said. Uh, what about you, Rob? Any emotions that sure. you can identify for us?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was it was hard. Um, I think that uh, for me, uh, the, the most important or the thing I was most excited for uh, in, in marriage was, was to do it with Becca, and I, I think that that... Well, I know that that is still going to happen, um, but but also super important to me was to to make that commitment uh, to God and to Becca with um, my family and with uh, my community uh, present because I think that um, having those people there is is a way of of bringing them into into that responsibility with me uh, and that accountability with me, and I think that um, it was hard to. Uh, think of doing it without that. Um, I, I know that, um, I think we will still have that celebration uh, at some point, but the opportunity to, to celebrate um, what is a, a, a parallel of, of Christ and his church relationship with a whole bunch of uh, my, best, uh, my best people around I me, mean, was really exciting. Um, so that's a hard thing to to, to miss. Um, now I think it was definitely harder at first, uh, just because everything was changing the way that we're working, the way right. that we're communicating everything was yeah. changing. Um, and I think that we've, we've kind of come to a place of peace about it now, yeah. but it, it did take time and it did take, um, a lot of conversation and a lot of, w- and a lot of work to, to rationalize what we're going to do or, or how we plan on moving forward and, and to, to so nail down what is concrete and what is
1: uh, going to make this okay in the long run Yeah, that's good. You know, having walked through some of this with you guys for the last few months, I can attest to just that steadiness that you both have had. I mean, I know it's been difficult. There's been a challenge, like a big challenge, but I think there's been lots of little challenges inside of that that have have made it sort of difficult. But I think you guys have handled it really nicely in the way that you're anticipating change, the way that you can look forward when it's really hard to even look a few days forward. You guys have done a good job of that. Um, so I certainly want to commend you sort of publicly on that. Um, Aww, I don't know. Thanks. Others don't get to see yeah. that probably. So, um, but it does lead me to a question too. Maybe you can reflect on, you know, what is it that is allows you to be so steady, so clear minded, sort of have like a, a path forward? Like what, what would you attribute that to? <laughs>
3: I can definitely say that I have not been this steady my whole life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I have learned a lot of that steadiness from Rob. Um, I know that some people don't like to say this, but Rob is definitely my better half um, when it comes to this wedding planning specifically, because he has this gift of being level-headed and able to analyze a situation and, um, move forward in a practical sort of way, whereas I'm more of a dreamer. And so, um, yeah, I think I wouldn't be this study without Rob, but also just the fact that we feel supported still by our family members and our friends and our communities. And people's flexibility is helpful. Just saying like, yeah, this is weird. We feel bad for you. We'll do what we can to help um, we'll be there if we can if you can have us we're coming no matter what um, so that has been really nice to rely on and um, yeah I'm not sure what Rob would you what would you say
2: um yeah there's there's definitely a a, a portion of this that I owe to you and, and your ability to to make good plans like we've we've had uh, pretty um, good feedback from all of the, the participants or the, the you know the cater or the the flower, the flower, all of, all those types of things. Um, Becca laid out really strong groundwork for for um, those relationships, and I think that we'll be able to to proceed in some way with those people. Uh, whatever that looks like is yet to be determined. Um, as far as, as the steadiness goes, I think that um I I think that just the, some of the big differences between me and Becca here are what make us a really good pairing. Um. And that she has those abilities to dream that um, that's a space I have trouble going to, um, but because of uh, you know whatever whatever reasons the way I grew up or um, the place I I grew up in or life experience I've had I've, I've had um, a number of opportunities um, to say uh, yeah it's in God's hands um, being frustrated at the world isn't going to help me uh, proceed and. Um, really clinging to what cannot be taken away from me or from us uh, mm. is what's important. And and leaning on those things, it makes it uh, really easy to kind of to, to persevere uh, when you know uh, where your feet are. And um, I think that we've done that well.
3: Yeah, one one like key Rob phrase that I have heard so often is like, We can't control what others do we can't control the situation around us but we can control how we respond in those moments and that's been helpful
0: yeah during this time (laughs) that that is so helpful in so many things about life and (laughs) that uh, you you probably will have to keep that in your uh, playbook as you actually start your married life together and you Mm start responding to different things. So so give us like uh, something that you're really looking forward to on the other side of this, once you're married, like what are you really looking forward to?
3: That's a hard question.
0: Oh, I got a bunch of
2: things. It's easy for me this time. <laughs> uh, Becca makes my life so rich uh, and so beautiful. Uh, she fills it with, with uh, beautiful things, uh, more healthy food, Um, and just all like all around it's it's uh it's better she cares for the things that i am bad at caring about in my own life um and i'm excited to have her in my space and in uh in a way that you know most of the time she's going to make me clean things probably or, or something which i'm totally down for uh there will be an adjustment i'm sure but uh it's it's something
0: that i am excited for that's awesome well done rob well done
1: that was good
3: that was a good one rob
1: Yeah
3: (laughs) I'm excited. Um, I love companionship and Rob is my best friend and so I'm excited to not just have to call him all the time when I have something exciting to tell him. I can like run and find him and tell him the exciting things and share in those moments together. Um, And like practically Rob is really good at at a lot of things and uh, he can fix a lot of my problems and so like if I'm nice. sitting there and I break something I don't have to try to figure out how to fix it because Rob will already know how and that's going to mm. be really exciting because I break a lot of things because I'm nice. very close
0: yeah and I'm wondering if I can move in with you I, I break a lot of things too and I have no idea how to fix them
3: <laughs> Rob can help you with that yeah come on move in
1: <laughs> that is awesome that's, that's awesome good that's great. Yeah, we're, you know, I think we're equally ex- excited for you guys. I think one of the things I've noticed it from you two is just how firm a foundation you guys have built on Christ, which I think Mm. is what a lot of this is coming out of. I mean, you guys, we just walked through a few different things in our premarital counseling and it keeps coming back to your guys feeling secure in your relationship with him. And that just is flowing through in this conversation and our other conversations and how you're handling this situation, because really you know, Lynette's not here to to back me up on this or to tell me I'm wrong, but I don't think I would be handling this situation as well as you guys are. I would be, I would be very distraught about a uh,
0: mm. you know,
1: quote unquote big event that you're having, right? It is a big event, but it's more than that. It's the other side. And so I, we just appreciate you guys sharing some time, sharing a little bit of yourselves with us, and just being able to walk through that with us I think is really cool. So last last question. Here's the last question. Mm-hmm. What is something that you are excited about with the summer?
3: Ooh. Like, it's a hard
2: question for Rebecca. Like so much gen- of her passion is about chill, is about is about teaching.
1: <laughs> Summer's like yeah. the worst thing for Rebecca. It's
2: <laughs> so part of why summer I asked. Summer is knowing
1: awful. She was, knowing she was a teacher, there's got to be something she's looking forward to in the summer.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's hard.
1: I can go. I, I have uh,
2: a lot of hobbies and a lot of a lot of uh, I enjoy outdoor activity. I enjoy uh, playing sports with friends. Um, i I have a little wood shop in the garage and a motorcycle out there too so there's there's endless things uh ways to, to spend time in the summer and hopefully as uh things open up again or whatever happens I'll be able to to do those with people and have some community and fellowship and those things too
0: awesome
3: yeah Rob does have um lots of hobbies and I um, my only hobby right now is teaching and puzzles. So um, maybe one thing I can be excited for for summer is growing my hobbies. That's actually Addison you had asked us to write like a paper or something for our next marriage counseling for what we hope our marriage looks like in five or seven years. Um, my opening line says, in seven years, I hope Rob and I have more common interests. So <laughs> maybe this summer, he can teach me how to do some stuff. But I don't know, when I think about it, I'm really excited for the warm weather. And I'm really excited to move in with Rob, because, you know, our house gets really great lighting in it. And I'm someone who loves to sit on the couch and like, read a book and look outside at the sunlight in the warmth. And so um. Right now I live in a basement. So that's something I'm really looking forward yeah. to is just being in that space, not only because it's beautiful, but because it, it'll be mine and Rob's. And that's something I've looked forward to for a while.
0: That's awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thinking about you guys as you walk through this and other folks too, we have several other Christchurch weddings coming up this summer and they're facing a lot of these same things, making choices, uh disappointment, grieving losses, all of those different things, but also anticipating. And hmm. here, here's the good news: we all have flexibility because none of us have any plans, so we will Woo-hoo! be there when you need us to be there. Uh, so you just, you just fill in that date and and let us know, and we will be there. <laughs> so thank you again for coming on, and oh, we will you. talk to you all later.
3: Thank
1: you much.
0: Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening. We're glad you checked us out. If you want more from Christchurch, you can find us at our website: it's Christchurchgr.org. That's Christchurchgr.org. While you're there, check out the "Staying Connected During COVID-19" page for more resources, our home worship guide, the latest podcast, and other ways to stay connected. You can find this podcast on many of your regular podcasting apps whether that is through Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you enjoyed this content, please consider giving us a rating and a review. Also, sharing this episode with a friend or family member is a great way to keep them connected. We're so glad you checked in. We'll see you next time.